Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope everyone is having an absolutely fantastic, blessed day today, as always. And if you need anything, you know where to get a hold of us, healthmasters.com website, or give us a call, 1-800-726-1834. We're here to help you guys out the best we possibly can. Hope you guys are feeling strong today. Got a big show lined up for you. That'll be on here shortly. He's getting some stuff hooked up. And by all means, I want to encourage you, if you need anything as far as sale products, we've got you covered. The product of the week, the Ultimate Multiple Powder, on sale right now for over 15% off. One of our most popular products that we carry. Uh, Multiple Powder is extremely high dose compared to even any other product you look at in the market. I encourage you to compare and contrast if you're looking for a multiple. Not only that, it tastes fantastic, mixes in great with smoothies, or you can mix it in with the GHI cleanse like I do, or you could just straight mix it in water. So be sure to check it out right now on sale over the weekend. And also, too, the Maximum Energy Kit on sale. This is one of my favorites that I put together a few years back as it contains the Ultimate Multiple Capsules the Adrenal Support, the B-Complex, and the Cortisol Buster. This is a product kit that's really designed to help increase energy, support the adrenals, reduce cortisol, and really increase your energy. As I know a lot of people, just continual stressors throughout the day of life, work, constant issues that are maybe going on or fires that you're putting out, the body needs proper nutrients. But on top of that, it also needs support of the adrenal glands and reduction of cortisol. As people become more and more stressed, cortisol levels are elevated. The thing about it is a lot of people don't realize cortisol levels don't just come right back down. If they're extremely elevated and they're stimulant elevated, stimulant elevated, such as heavy, heavy uh, doses of caffeine, when they become elevated, they don't come back down for about 24 to 36 hours if they're continually pushed up. Well, the problem with that is the next day, if you start continually stimulating them with more cortisol, more adrenaline as through heavy, heavy caffeine usage, the cortisol continues to stay up and elevated and never comes back down. This leads to what's called as adrenal fatigue as the body just becomes exhausted and it's in a constant flight or flight, fight or flight construct. And so it's really important that if you are trying to get your energy back under control, your mind, everything back to a healthy level, you got to take proper nutrients and also take care of yourself. And that can also mean coming off of stimulants for at least a couple days, allow your body to rest, get a couple good nights sleep, really good nights sleep, and then continue to run the nutrients to get your body back into a proper healthy cycle, especially when it comes to the sleep cycle. A lot of people don't realize, you know, with the four different stages of sleep, a lot of times when you're elevated cortisol, you never get to that final realm of sleep. And so you're kind of in this constant in and out of sleeping phase throughout the night. That's why a lot of times if you notice, if you end up drinking, you know, caffeine too late or coffee too late or some type of stimulant too late, you'll sit there and you'll kind of wake up in the middle of the night and go back to bed and wake up and go back to bed. That's because of cortisol. Cortisol is continually stimulating your body and waking it back up. The problem is this is a vicious cycle because if this happens repeatedly, you start getting less and less sleep. You become more and more exhausted, which means you use more and more caffeine to stay awake longer so you can function and not fall asleep in the day. And it becomes a perpetual state of elevated cortisol, adrenal fatigue. So again, (laughs) kind of got off on a a note with that, but that's what this kit is designed for to really help the body and increase energy. So be sure to check it out at healthmasters.com on sale for over 10% off right now. Now, somebody sent me an article earlier, and I thought this was interesting. 
It was a shocking number this week in the latest monthly budget deficit report, and it's not the U.S. government's you know massive expenditures, which we've already seen now. It's while the tax receipts, essentially what's happening from billions, hundreds of billions of dollars, and the increased interest rate that we're now watching is that we're actually starting to see the federal debt interest payments are going to hit almost a trillion dollars now. This is absolutely crazy as we're going to see an entire year $1.3 trillion as far as going to be added up in interest. And this is the cumulative budgeted deficit that we're starting to watch build up, whereas I think people are starting to realize now if you're in the financial industry or you at least have knowledge of it and you know people that are in it, you realize that the U.S. dollar is getting poised for a collapse. It can only go a little bit longer. And I think this last phase of what we're seeing now with the military arms buildup, with this massive, massive military expenditure in the last budget, while pushing out all the old gear to Ukraine so they can essentially – dump the inventory, increase more inventory from the military industrial complex like Raytheon and Lockheed, which is what they're doing right now. I know a couple of contractors that as far as they work with those uh, companies, and they said it's all steam ahead right now, full steam ahead. Um, these guys are pumping out anything and everything with military contracts right now, and that again was another excuse to do this because of the expenditures that we've put out in Ukraine over the last year now of just dumping endless amounts of military gear, but yet suddenly there's real no rhyme or re reason to the logic of the fighting over there. I talked to a buddy of mine, his wife lives over there, and he said it's some of the most bizarre reports that he's heard is in the skirmishes and a lot of the outside bordering fighting as far as that is happening. You know, they'll have massive lines set up as far as Russian defenses, and they'll just be sending Ukraine soldiers over and over, almost like World War II style tactics. You know, blow the whistle and just go over the hill and just basically who runs out for who runs out of ammunition first? You know, the Russians run out of ammunition, the Ukrainians run out of people, you know, bodies to drop. It's not a very effective tactic, and it's really, really sad because we're in 2023, and clearly we understand war tactics has advanced past this. And so this is kind of what we're watching is this is more of a genocide of a population on both sides and not a real conflict war because there's just – what we've seen now makes no sense. There's that video I told you about that I don't recommend anybody watching. It's like 11 minutes long. It's from drone footage of these APCs backing up. And these young Ukrainian troops are jump, jumping out with basically like, you know, metal detector mine gear and getting blown, their legs getting blown off. And they're putting tourniquets on and their guys are dragging them back in the APCs. They send another guy out. And it, it, it's literally useless. This is not 1900 technology anymore. And what's interesting about this is, is the same thing that dad's talked about repeatedly. If Russia wanted to complain. Completely come in and overtake Ukraine, it would have just done a full-blown four- to six-week blitz and overwhelm Ukraine at the very beginning. This constant back and forth of what's happening right now is designed to be extended for ex for an ex extended out for a long period of time. And it's frustrating because a lot of people are dying for no reason whatsoever, and a lot of money is being intentionally expended to increase the military-industrial complex profits as we see every time. Once there's a problem with the finances, once they need to theater, they take us to war, and I think that's exactly what they're trying to poise us to do right now with this insane conflict that seems to be never-ending. Ironically enough now, one of the UK 
a defense minister, Ben Wallace, he made a comment the other day, and he said, we're not an Amazon delivery service for weapons to Ukraine, as apparently Zelensky came in and started demanding at the NATO conference that he needs more guns and more money and more weapons and more supplies. And I think a lot of members that really are starting to realize what's going on now in the UK and other parts of Europe are starting to say, listen, this is this is not sustainable. You know, just sitting here having this border war that go on in perpetuity where everybody's expending all this money doesn't really make any sense. But it does if you're the banker boys and you want to keep control over everything that's going on right now. That's the easiest way to do it. Also, too, at the same time now, well, quietly with this Fed now instant payment system that is starting to roll out. They're wanting to – I've told you guys this. You can look it up. They're wanting to change the entire aspect of payments. They want to take over everything independent, and they want to control it under one umbrella with the Fed, all the way from aspects of you know Venmo or Zelle or PayPal or Cash App, wire transfers, credit cards, pay – Fed now wants their hand in everything so they can hit it with a fee with the Federal Reserve and have complete centralized control over all digital finances in the entire country. That's what the entire push is for Fed now. This whole talk about, oh, it's going to be this, you know, this consolidated infrastructure and everybody's going to be able to handle it. Well, now they're saying that 57 early adopter organizations have already been certified to participate in the Fed now instant payment program that is being rolled out at the end of the month. And here's the problem they have with this. The Fed now has blatantly said that withdrawals can be limited at any time based on certain criteria, including future releases of pet pay now services, is what she said. Future releases of FedNow services may also allow configurable transaction limits by customer type if such limits are deemed useful, meaning you get rolled into a blacklist or a red list or a yellow list or whatever list they want to put down. All of a sudden, they can simply say, oh, we're sorry. We've limited your transactions to $1,000 a day or $500 a day or $100 a day or $5,000 a month. They're getting people conditioned to that now so they can keep people under control with finances. This isn't new. We've already seen this over in Europe and Portugal and Spain and France and numerous countries over there where you can only withdraw a few thousand dollars in actual cash at any point in time. Now they're starting to do it on digital transfers. That's why I've told you guys repeatedly. For the time being, while it still works and while it's still king, so to speak, keep cash alive as long as you can. Continue to have outside currency outside the system because that is exactly what they want people to essentially go away from. And, you know, it's going to be a hard push to really get rid of the U.S. dollar physical currency, $100 bills, $50 bills, $20 bills, $10 bills. And the reason why is because it's been ingrained in the U.S. population for so long. This is a behavior that has been learnt for so long. However, they've been really trying to push it out. And that's why you see so many people now. And I'm, I'm still shocked to this day. I run into people. We'll be doing something. or I've been out at dinner. And, you know, meal will be $70, $80. There's two or three of us. I'm like, dude, everybody's throwing, you know, 20 30 40 bucks. You know, tip the waitress. She did good. And everybody goes, well, I don't have any cash with me. I don't have any cash with me. I'm like, dude, who, who, who are you? Who, why am I even around you guys right now? What is this? You have no cash on you at all? Now, granted, some of my other friends are completely diametrically opposed to that type of behavior. And they'll flat out say, no, I got cash. What are you going to do? And I've encouraged my friends to at least have a few hundred dollars with you at all times just for an emergency. You know, what happens if all of a sudden the credit cards aren't working? You stop at the gas station. Gas station tend to still going to take $100 or $50 for fuel all day long, especially if you go to a private one. You go to a store and you got to buy some food. All of a sudden, the cards are down, which I have been in that situation before multiple times during hurricanes where you go into gas stations. They go, 
hey, we got power on, we got the generators on, the pumps are working. It's cash only. There's no credit card terminals that are active right now. We say, okay, bet. <laughs> Here's some cash. I need to fill up some fuel. Let's go. I've had that happen to me personally multiple times in the past. And so that's why, again, I encourage people, make sure you have multiple hedges. The next best thing, too, as far as on that is having some backup silver eagles. Silver coinage, you could go in. Pretty much anybody that's anybody that actually knows anything about finances understands the value of precious metals and understands that if you go in somewhere, if anybody has an inclination of what's real, just simply go, hey, man, I got a silver eagle. I got two silver eagles. I need to get this. And they'll go, okay, fine. Let's do something. Let's make a transaction, especially if stuff starts getting squirrely. So just my two cents on that. Be aware of it because this Fed now thing they want to start getting rid of all the payment apps, by the way. A lot of, that's where they're going, and they want to go in, and they want to roll in Cash App. They want to roll in Venmo. They want to roll in Zelle, and they want to roll all of them, so it's just going to be fed now. And so people, in most cases, aren't even going to know anything's changed. You're going, oh, it's just a different transfer, different transaction. Boom, done, nothing to see here, while at the same time, every single penny is going to be now under the microscope of the IRS through FedNow so they can watch every single transaction you do. And at any point in time, they simply want to put limits on it. As she just said right here, uh, yeah, we can have customer limits on it. Something to be aware of. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting. I warned you guys about this yesterday. I've warned you guys about it every single day pretty much on this show. Another, thank goodness, foiled uh, abduction at the Philadelphia Mall. This was caught on a bunch of security footage now that's basically been streamed out as the local police department has been addressing it. 14-year-old girl nearly escapes on an abduction attempt by two men at the mall in Pennsylvania this week. The disturbing incident unfolded at around 7 p.m. on Wednesday night in Willow Grove, a community in the suburbs of Philadelphia. The young girl was riding down an escalator after being separated from her friends at the Willow Grove Park Mall when a man she didn't know greeted her at the bottom. The man told her his name was Alex. He extended out his arm and told her to walk with him. The juvenile asked the male, basically advised the male, she's 14 years old, and I don't know you, and she attempted to get away from him. As she did, the male grabbed her by the arm and kind of put her like in an arm lock, like they're holding arm in arm, like it's all good, everything's fine here, and basically grabbed her by the wrist in the video and is holding her by the arm in an arm lock as they're walking together. As he led her across the mall, Abendale Township Police Department explained the statement. The juveniles able to escape from the male's grasp, screaming and fled from the male. Several bystanders witnessed the altercation, stepped in to prevent the male from approaching the juvenile. Investigators believe this Alex individual was working with another man that also fled the scene, and both suspects fled the area in the same vehicle. Abington police shared surveillance footage of the suspects on social media. As you can see in the video, he grabs Rob pretty tight. I mean, he's got her like holding a wrist lock basically and holding her together making sure she can't leave, but also kind of making it look more subtle to any bystanders that are walking around the mall. You know, he's not grabbing her by the throat and covering her mouth and trying to drag her off. This happens every single day, multiple times a day in every city across America, my friends. And a few of them are foiled like this, which is good. I'm glad there were some other bystanders that stopped in, stepped in, and basically made sure this guy couldn't go and grab her. I wish they would have caught both of these guys and they would have gotten, well, 
<laughs> a uh, reckoning would have come down on them from anybody who's in the area, but I don't know who was there as far as how busy it was. Seven o'clock on Wednesday night probably wasn't a very busy mall, which is probably why these guys were going in and trying to essentially scope out and see any girls that they could go in and try to abduct and then go around and sell them. This is a very serious problem that's happening all the time, and it has to be talked about, even though it absolutely is horrific to bring up, but it has to be addressed because – this is happening all across the country, and you have to know what's happening. You have to know what's going on if you want to be acute to it and aware of it and be able to engage it and do something about it. This is why if you're out in public, if you see something really strange, get involved. I've told people that before. Now, you don't have to be a nosy bitty body and try to get in everybody's business because people don't like that. But if you show something like this and you see a girl that's basically locked in arms with a guy, and she's running off screaming and yelling, trying to get away from him, step in, be a man, do something about it. Protect these young girls, protect these young boys, because quite frankly, when they're very young, they're very amiable. A lot of times they can be talked into stuff like this guy. He's real calm. He talks to her and she's coming down the bottom of the escalator. Hey, I'm so-and-so. Uh, let, me, let me walk with you real quick. Let me, let, me, let me hold your arm. I don't know you. Oh, don't worry about it. These guys know how to come across to individuals and children in public settings in order to get them in a situation where they can then abduct them. Most, most abductions aren't the girl standing on a stairwell and all of a sudden four, four guys grab her and black bag her and take her off. That usually doesn't happen out in public very often. Can it? Yes. But most of the time they want to get you to crime scene number two where it starts here and it goes there and then they have to pick up the trail. That's why it's so important to use situational awareness. Stay off your phone out in public. If you do have to use your phone for something, make sure you're in a position where you have your back against the wall. You're keeping your head up. You don't have your head down staring at a 90 at the floor looking at your phone keep your phone up make a phone call make a text look at something on navigation if you're out in public but keep visual contact with everything around you especially if you have young children as i've seen this happen before just in a in a organic accidental setting where parents they'll be on their phone or they'll jump down and they're looking at their phone and they got a four or five year old kid and you know four or five year old kids they just like to walk around they're rambunctious they know one speed and that's 100 percent throttle all of a sudden they look down kid's gone. Oh my gosh, where's the kid at? You know, they'll find him running around the corner, jumping off something else. That's happens that quick. I mean, I know before when I've been with Hunter and Kendall, we go to a park here and, you know, it's a really good park. I know a lot of the people over there, but I've been before I'm looking around and all of a sudden I'm, you know, kind of scanning stuff or I'll get a phone call and all of a sudden I'll look up and I don't see Hunter. Well, then all of a sudden I see him on like the third story of the slide. He's yelling at me, dad, to go down, but it happens that fast sometimes, guys. So you really got to be aware of the things that are happening and be acute to situations like that, especially out in public, because it is going to get worse. Also, too, this is interesting. This is exactly what I told you guys this week. It's funny. This article came out from Yahoo News. The title was EV prices are collapsing and Tesla is the reason why. I said EV prices are collapsing more than those in the overall used market. The weekend's government inflation data shows used car prices were falling and likely stabilized to levels just above pre-pandemic pricing. It seems prices for used electric vehicles are falling even faster. They said in the overall used market, the 20, 2023 June report, the data shows that used EV prices have fallen by nearly 30% this year. They said a year ago, used EV prices were up on the upswing, rising faster than the average used car. Electric vehicle prices are now falling at nearly 10 times the rate of the average used vehicle, reflecting a clear shift in EV supply and demand. Let me explain to you again this understanding. This is why I've encouraged you to keep the diesel and gasoline market demand high, as high as you possibly can, and don't get into this market. 
What they're doing right now is they're shorting the used car, the new car, gasoline, diesel truck market. They're shorting it. They're intentionally reducing production of it so they can keep maximum profits and full MSRP. At the same time, you have the government coming in and pumping billions, tens of billions of dollars into this EV sector to keep it afloat. What they're doing this for is they're trying to get the EV cost vehicles down because they were so high. What they're going to do this for is, and I've watched this happen already right now, you go to go buy a new F-350 pickup truck at the dealership. You can't get one. You've got to wait four, five, six, seven, eight months to order one in order to take delivery. Now, if you want an EV F-150 garbage lightning, there's probably 30 of them on the lot in my local Ford dealership right now. Pick a color. Any option. Doesn't matter. Plus, they got rebates. Plus, they got tax credits. Plus, 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 plus. This, of course, is going to drive the EV market price down. This is intentional. They know what's happening with these cars. Now, the problem is in the, in the retail sector, what's rough with some of these guys is that people that paid too much for these EV cars, and now they realize they've already lost 20 30 40% depreciation on these vehicles. That takes a bite, <laughs> but what they're doing this for is they wanted people to be able to come in and afford these EV vehicles and trucks at forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars for a vehicle, while at the same time the diesel and gas vehicles are going exponentially higher. But one thing about this, though, this is the market. If you guys have looked at this, diesel trucks are not dropping even in the used market. They're rock solid. You can't that's buy right, one that's at right. any lower price right now. That's why if you go in the market, I know guys that have bought these trucks and they keep them for a year or two. They buy them brand new for you know MSRP. They keep them for a year or two, and they get almost full retail back when they go to trade them in. You go buy a Tesla F-150 Lightning right now. You go back to trade it in a year or two. You're going to lose probably between twenty to $40,000. That's what this article is talking about in Yahoo right now. This is by design. They want to make sure that everybody starts pushing into the EV vehicle market. And so, again, the most effective thing you can do not to support this push is keep the diesel and gasoline market alive with your vehicles. Continue to show demand because, remember, the, the demand, supply and demand, it can only be skewed so much. Once these dealerships have so much glut of EV vehicles on the market that people still won't buy even with rebates – the dealerships, the manufacturers, the whole market's going to realize this isn't working, guys. At the end of the day, those salesmen got to make money. Those dealerships got to make money. They're going to stop ordering these vehicles, and they're going to tell Ford and GM and all these other companies, we won't take anymore. We can't sell anymore. It doesn't matter if you're putting $30,000 rebates on them. Nobody wants them. So, it, again, it is important at the retail market and the consumer market that we speak with our wallets and we talk with our dollars on a regular basis. Just like I've told you before, if you've got a company like Starbucks that makes coffee that's blatantly hardcore left, support another local shop that you know locally. If you know there's companies that are on the on the, on web online that basically are going completely against what you believe – Find another company you can replace them with. That's why I thank you so much for the support of Health Masters. And I see now, we saw this with Target, how far people are willing to go to make a point. And I was very proud of that. I mean, look at Bud Light now. I mean, they still, sadly enough, as far as that was the American beer, you get these hardcore leftists that want to push their agenda to get their ESG score up in Anheuser-Busch, and they have ruined the name. The, there's an article that just came out. Now, Costco has now given Bud Light the – Death Star. And what happens is now, if you look right now on, on Costco, all Costco buildings now have Bud Light at way 49 cents as far as the end of its 49 cents with an asterisk. That means 
the product is being phased out and it will not be replaced. This is a big deal. This means Costco is no longer going to resupply Bud Light in all of their stores. Why are they doing that? Because nobody's buying it. Newsflash to all these big corporations and companies, we still own the market share with our dollar as consumers. We still outnumber all of the other companies when it comes to the market. We can control it if we want to. People just have to have resolve, dig in and say, no, I'm not going to support that company. I'm going to support this company. And again, I say it. Thank you for supporting Health Masters and allowing us to keep this truth to you every single day and support this show. Thank you so much. What do you think, Dad, and how are you doing this morning? Well, you're absolutely right about the diesels and the trucks. Austin, you know, there's there's such a demand for diesel trucks for new ones because, you know, they have the ability to tow so much weight. And the, yeah. Run down the highway for hundreds of miles towing weight. and 30,000 plus pounds. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you can put four or five cars on a car carrier haul with a, with a, with a you know, with a, with a F-350 or, you know. I can feel it. You know, I'm feeling it. That's exactly right. And so the problem we have here is we've got a lot of people now out there that want these vehicles. There's a, there's a pent-up demand. And the other problem that we have is that the new ones don't have the longevity that the old ones had. I mean, these old diesels, some of the old Fords, the old 7.3s, they could get a million miles before they had to be rebuilt. And and then now they're finding out that they're having to be rebuilt at 150,000, 250,000 miles because they run so hot because of all the doggone pollution control equipment on them. And they get half the fuel miles they're supposed to get. And so the so people are having to replace these cars on a regular basis, these vehicles on a regular basis, these trucks on a regular basis because of just wear. And so now they know that the, the market's you're not going to carry it. But remember, and I and I said this, and I I don't I don't want to go dark like this, but I'm going to go there for a second. They're planning on a massive massive population drop. Uh, they're man, they're, they're, they're they they've they've injected us with with a kill shot. You know, 80% of the population, you know, we're talking like, what, 6.47 billion people on the planet has been injected now with mRNA. The only the only bright light we've got is that a lot of people got basically placebos and they didn't get the real injections. And after one shot, they said, we're not going to do this. And so they never got the real shots. So it's, hence, they have no health issues. They probably got injected with the saline solution. The, the, but the, the crazy part about all of this stuff, though, is that the fact that they used to test subjects like that as far as having placebos, they knew which markets would be getting placebos and which weren't. And they're going to what are they doing? A doggone you know, database to determine the death rate and how much what the efficacy of this stuff is and how quickly people die from it. I mean, this is insanity. I remember when my buddy from the car dealership told me I've gotten three shots. I've gotten three shots. If we got more, I'll do more. And I thought to myself, oh, I got a dead man walking here. The probability of him getting a real one out of three is pretty high. And, of course, he was dead a few months later, blood clots. And, and the sad part about it is you're seeing this over and over and over again. So I really also believe that they knew if they injected everybody with a real kill shot and the whole population started dropping dead, you know, and it wasn't going to be a gradual transition where they're also dropping dead from the shot within a couple of weeks, that all HE double six was going to break loose and and that people would stop taking the shot because they had to have about a two-year window there to force these things globally to try to get everybody to take them. And, you know, it's like Austin said, you know, what are they doing with freezers that are 175 you know, degrees below zero? I mean, what the heck do you do with something like that? What do you even need something like that? And why do these shots have to be stored? And I'm, I'm telling you, I've told you this before. The huge bulk they had of these shots, they can't manufacture them this fast. They've been being made for probably 20 years of putting in deep, deep freezers and being stored like that by DARPA. So they would have the ability when they rolled them out to get a huge percentage of the population injected with this mess because this stuff had to be kept at sub-zero temperatures and nobody has freezers like that. That's why the hospitals were having to put these things in to keep the shots stored. I mean, this is some weird stuff that you got to keep it that cold. But then it goes back to that absolute zero stuff with the 5G 
you know, the D-wave computer and how it lines up electrons and molecules and all the other weird stuff at that temperature. Weird things start happening when you go a couple hundred degrees below zero. You know, molecular change and atom changes occur pretty doggone fast. And so it's interesting how they say that, that the, uh, that the D-wave computer has to be, you know, kept at sub-zero, like 220 degrees, absolute zero temperature. And how the, the atoms line up in it, how the guys who developed it say it's like standing before the altar of an alien god. And how they say they don't even understand how the technology works. Well, how in the world did you develop it if you don't understand how the technology works? It's because it was given to them by another outside source. And they, they want to be able to connect us into that hive mind. And we see that happening over and over and over. Well, good news. This is a traitor, Lindsey Graham. He's been relentlessly booed and cheered now. <laughs> on a Trump rally stage, you know, Senator Lindsey Graham was booed, jeered, and insulted from the moment he took the stage until he walked off of it and was later laughed at and booed again during Donald Trump's speech during a South Carolina rally. Approximately 30,000 supporters for the former president took the streets of the town to attend the 4th of July themed rallies a few weeks ago. However, the conservatives in attendance were not happy when Graham showed up and made sure to let him know it. Just calm down a second. I think you'll like this. I was born in this country, said this unbelievably weird guy who likes to walk around with a purse, Graham, and his introduction became drowned in taunts and jeers from the crowd. I live 15 miles down the road. This is the place where I pay taxes, fight the wars, and tell you what they believe. Graham continued to praise Trump but did not stop Trump supporters from shouting out insults like traitor and booing him continuously. <laughs> you know, Lindsey Graham. What a fairy. Uh, this guy is a fruit loop, man. I, I can't even believe that they keep putting him into politics like this. It, it's just nuts to me. By the way, the CISA was behind the attempt to control your thoughts, speech, and life. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Keeping up with the corruption of the COVID regime feels like drinking from a fire hose. The volume of the fraud, the pace of new discoveries, and the breadth of the operations are overwhelming. This takes its imperative for groups like Brownstone Institute to digest the onslaught of information and communicate salient themes and the positive facts, particularly given the direction, the, the dereliction of the mainstream media. On Monday, the House Judiciary Committee released a report on how the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, CISA, the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, colluded with big tech and disinformation partners to censor Americans, adding to the informational fire hose we work to imbibe. The 36-page report raises three familiar issues. First, government actors worked with third parties to overturn the First Amendment. Second, censors prioritize political narratives over truthless. And third, an unaccountable bureaucracy hijacked the American society. This number one, CIS's collusion to overturn the First Amendment. The House report reveals that the CISA branch of the Department of Homeland Security worked with social media platforms to censor posts that considered dis or misinformation. Brian Scully, the head of the CIS's censorship team, conceded his process known as switchboarding would trigger it and content moderation. Additionally, CISA funded a nonprofit, EIISAC, in 2020 to bolster its censorship operations. Wait a minute. Also political operatives. Second, these programs were not idealistic attempts to promote the truth. They were calculated programs designed to quash inconvenient but truthful narratives. Three, the terror of the administrative state. Third, the report exposed to the increasing power of the administrative state. Federal bureaucrats rely on anonymity and unaccountability, and private industry employees could never oversee a disaster like the COVID response and maintain their jobs. It'd be like BP's head of safety for the Gulf of Mexico received a promotion after the oil spill at Deepwater Horizon. I mean, this is just crazy how they actually found now that the 
CISA was behind the attempt to curl your thoughts, the speech, and the life. And I'm sure they're working directly with the CIA to censor all alt media that is out there. And I see this stuff over and over and over again, and I just shake my head. And then I watch the alt media that I've mentioned so many times that I can tell you right now there's four people right now that you guys all know that are completely and totally CIA controlled. Four that I know personally, that I know for a fact that they're controlled. And, uh, you know, and so a lot of you guys have emailed me and written me and asked me, can you tell me the four? And the answer is most of the time, uh, no, not going to do that. I don't want the liability exposure. I'm not putting any of that kind of stuff in writing. But the truth is that you got to look at the numbers. You got to see what they put on their websites. It's fear porn, fear porn, and fear porn. And did I say fear porn? And by the way, did I mention to you that it was fear porn? It's all it is. You know, and all this stuff is going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. You know, go buy gold, go buy this, go buy that, go buy this. You know, and gosh, there's nothing wrong with buying precious metals. You guys know that. But you, when you tell people basically that, you know, we're going to have the end of the world happen this weekend, you're going to go buy food buckets. <laughs> you know, they have no idea. One of these websites a few years ago, I had had enough. I finally said something about this one. Uh, they were saying how NASA said they were going to have a blackout and the, the sun was going to be gone for a week and everybody's going to die on the planet within, you know, it's going to start in three days. What the heck, man? Are you kidding me? They actually posted that basically and, you know, ended up, you know, telling everybody that, you know, oh, well, that's not true. Well, of course it's not true. It's fear porn. Hurricanes are real. Okay. They can control those. We know that. Asteroids and meteorites coming from the planet and showering us and earthquakes opening up and tidal waves destroying the planet. Why don't we not talk about that? How about we don't how about we don't bring that up? How about we're gonna have a global conflict and World War Three is gonna start and now Biden's you know sending three thousand, you know, troops, I guess, over to Europe for some kind of theater sitting they're having over there and everybody's making a big deal about that. And now if he's sending three hundred thousand troops over there, I'd get pretty upset. Not three thousand. You know, and the problem with all of this stuff is it's just fear porn, fear porn, and fear porn, and, it's, and it never, ever, ever ends. Here's an interesting science story, and this is something I've talked about before. Scientists have now made groundbreaking discovery about how low-frequency gravitational waves that create ripples in the fabric of space-time, proving Einstein's correct 100 years later. I like this kind of stuff, by the way. Science has made a groundbreaking discovery of low-frequency gravitational waves. In 1915, Albert Einstein pushed the general theory of relativity, in which he determined that the intense gravity of extreme massive objects warped the fabric of space-time. If these gargantuan objects collide with each other, gravitational waves could then send, be sent into the universe. And they were first discovered by, in, 19, in 2015 by the Laser Infrarometer Gravitational Wave Observatory. Now I'm going to stop for one second on this article because here's the thing. The entire universe basically isn't harmonics. It's a giant frequency. It's a giant energy field of sound is what it is. In the beginning, there was, there, you know, there was, there, was, there was God, the word of God, and, he, and God spoke existence into the universe. He used sound. He used energy. He used field energy. And this energy is what completely permeates this area that we live in that we call Earth. And it's interesting to me because, you know, a lot of people think that everything on this planet is solid and it's not. That's why x-rays can go through things. It's because everything's held together through Jesus. It says that in the word. Through him, all things are held together because he's the one who spoke everything into existence. And that's why I mentioned this before. For the new listeners, I'll say it again. When Christ was on the cross and he finally died, the entire earth started trembling and shaking. And I personally believe if God the Father had not stepped in, the entire planet would have come apart at that point. 
because it was through him that all things were held together. And as you remember, everything turned black and everything started, and all, all of you were freaking out because the earthquakes and the centurions that were guarding him, they were all saying, you know, what the heck, who do we just crucify? Well, they just realized real quick that they just crucified the son of the most high God. And see, this is what we have to understand is that from a energy standpoint, the entire planet is held together through basically the, you know, through the fields, the field energy from the, from the, from the sound that's being everywhere. By the way, um, this is an interesting article from Daily Mail. I'm literally on fire right now. Father goes on a furious rant against a doctor who asked his nine-year-old son whether he identifies a boy or a girl during a routine physical. An angry, angry father posted a rant to TikTok after his son went to the doctor and was asked about his gender identity. The father's video has garnered more than 17.7 billion views. It was shared by Texas Freedom Coalition President Sarah Fields on Twitter with Elon Musk responding that it's time for parents to fight back. Now, you know, I really believe that we all have to do this. We have to fight back and we have to pay, you know, let people realize that we're not going to put up with us anymore. Why in the world would you confuse a nine-year-old child like that if you're the medical doctor? What a blithering idiot he is. I mean, think about it for a second. I mean, the nine-year-old son, this guy's son, he hasn't gone into puberty yet. You know, he kind of talks like a girl. He probably walks like a girl still. He probably kind of looks a little feminine still because he's still so young because his secondary sexual characteristics haven't come out because he hasn't had the testosterone released yet. So he doesn't have the bigger muscles or the bigger shoulders or the height or anything else or the deeper voice. So all he has basically is a body that could be either a boy or a girl. And then the doctor wants to come in and confuse him like this. This is ridiculous. You know, you got to teach your little boys that they're little boys. You got to teach your little girls that they're little girls and that they're ladies. And you got to teach your little boys how to be alpha men. Very, very, very important. I admire this father for coming in and stepping into this and saying, hey, I'm not going to put up with this. I really, really, really absolutely am not going to be able to put up with any of this stuff. You know, here's another interesting article from Paul Craig Roberts. And he says uh, why the U.S. armed services cannot recruit and Despite the drone of hostile propaganda against Russia, China, and Iran, the U.S. armed forces cannot recruit. All sorts of false reasons are offered. For example, the American job market is too good. Whatever. I don't believe that. Only 25% of Americans are fit enough to pass the enlistment standards. That's true. 25% of Americans are fit enough to pass the enlistment standards, which keeps falling and goes so on. The real reason for recruitment failure is the recruitment message to the white heterosexual males essentially from the racist South, who've always been the backbone of the military services. Join the military, and you as a white person will be discriminated against. You'll be required to take classes and learn that you have white privilege, that you are racist, misogynistic, homophobic, and transphobic. You will not be promoted. The U.S. military has too many white officers. Your officers will be every other person but white, feminists, homosexuals, and transgender freaks who have been taught to hate heterosexual white males as vicious and violent exploiters. And they will take their learned hatreds out on you. You will be physiologically tortured, psychologically tortured, and made unsure of yourself. And in fact, you and your despicable kind of the civilian population are the main enemy as seen by the U.S. Armed Forces, end quote by Paul Craig Roberts. Wow. Judicial Watch has obtained 474 pages of instructional materials used by the U.S. Air Force to deracinate and to destroy the confidence of white male heterosexuals. The U.S. has far advanced in self-destruction. Russia and China will not need to resort to war to order to get rid of America. The woke U.S. military, the woke prostitutes, the woke universities, the woke public schools, the woke entertainment, and the woke Democrats are rapidly destroying America for all of us. And that's the truth. We see all of it happening, and it's all because of the onslaught of the Frankfurt School and what they have done.
you know, it's interesting when I watch this stuff and I read these types of articles. Now, every once in a while, Paul Craig Roberts is very good about this. I got another, I guess I could say, another smart aleck letter, you know, from one of you guys. And it just kind of aggravates me a little bit because they're complaining now that my grammar's not perfect and Austin's grammar's not perfect and, and that they can't promote the show or send shows to anybody else because we don't use perfect grammar. Now, let me stop here for a second. My grammar's pretty good. Every once in a while, I may say something that's vernacular to basically change something or to make a point. I do that. However, some of the articles that I read, the grammar is awful. Just thought I'd mention that. I'm reading this. Paul Craig Roberts is not one of them. And I was, in fact, there's one source that has such bad writing that I won't even read it because the grammatical errors are so bad. But every once in a while, I'll read an article that's been written that has some grammatical errors in it, and I'm reading it. I haven't proofread it. I haven't corrected it. I haven't printed it and crossed things out and corrected it. So I may make a grammatical error on something that I'm reading somebody else has written. And this individual decided to tell me that she wasn't going to promote our show or send it to anybody else because it was so difficult to listen to from a grammatical error standpoint. You know, guys, let me say something to you. If the show is that bad to you, okay, don't listen to it. You know, don't do it. I mean, I, but don't be sending me letters like this. I mean, this show is not scripted. We're not reading a teleprompter. We haven't had somebody go through every article that we bring up and that we read and make sure it's grammatically correct. Just saying. All right. So if you don't want to listen to the show, don't listen to the show. But do me a favor, please. And I'm being as nice as I can right now because that letter kind of aggravated me last night. Don't listen to the show and don't send me letters like that because we're doing the best we can. And what I suggest to that individual is start her own show, start her own show, do her own show, and then people can write her hate mail. (laughs) And and that's what I want to tell you guys. I mean, I love you guys and I appreciate you. But when you send me stuff like that, which very rarely you ever do, and 99.99% of you are not going to, you know, it really just irritates me, especially when I've given you access with a private email that you can actually contact me directly. You know, the Ask Dr. Ted B at Yahoo.com. So I'm doing the best I possibly can here with Austin to do a show, you know, basically on a shoestring budget, to be honest with you guys, try to keep everything as cost effective and as low cost as we possibly can and doing the best job we possibly can, putting a lot of man hour labors into it. Angels Wars, Angel Wars took me hundreds of hours to put out. Okay. And I, and I, I did, that was so much research. And so that's why I didn't sell it as a CD. I didn't sell it as a DVD. I didn't do any of that stuff. I put it up and posted it for free because I want you to know that I love you and I had the opportunity to pray for you again this morning. So thank you so much for supporting us and telling us that you love us. And we do the best we can. But if you're going to take cheap shots at us, keep it to yourself. Just thought I'd mention that. So sorry, I got on a little tear about that. I read that last night. I thought it's so ridiculous. I'm having to read this nonsense. Plus, it was a bunch of personal stuff she was asking me, too, before that. It was just a bunch of stuff that nobody needs. It's just weird when people start doing that kind of stuff. Also, what do you think, buddy? What's your <laughs> story? Well, and one thing that I got to reiterate on this, guys, you also have to remember, this show is 100% live. And then it goes to tape, and then you guys can hear it later on. But it's 100% live. This isn't a pre-recorded show that we do that we can come in and we can cut, edit, and we can cut, edit, and we can cut, edit, say, okay, we don't like this spot, cut that out, redo it again. When you start seeing a lot of these shows that are podcasts and other ones that are recorded, huge percentage of them are edited or they're either pre-recorded. Most of them are pre-recorded. Even a lot of times they say live, a lot of times they're pre-recorded. There's a few of them that actually do real true live on a regular basis. So again, I appreciate all of our customers and listeners for the regular support you give us on a regular basis. It, that's exactly right. Some of these articles, we'll go through them. I mean, dozens and dozens of articles every day. Sometimes you're reading stuff and you're quoting stuff. 
didn't get said it didn't get said properly i'm sorry if that offends you other than that enjoy the rest of your day we appreciate your support thank you so much <laughs> also to another news the california <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. <laughs> awesome, i'm sorry i just probably shouldn't have brought that up i but i mean it's just but i mean come on guys lady whoever you well, are. and i get it no i i get it i get yeah. it sometimes there, there's certain people and i've been around certain people they're very very they're, they're huge sticklers about grammar i get it and well, sometimes well, I'll mispronounce stuff. Sometimes yeah, but also to tell, to there's tell, to names tell. that are you know a paragraph <laughs> long that I'm like I don't even I'm not I'm just gonna butcher. But also, also, I won't forward your shows because I don't want to have somebody else to have to listen to that. I'm like, why are you calling me? <laughs> Yeah, I mean that that's kind of pointless, oh. isn't it? Like I'm, I'm sorry, I don't I don't hate you, but I'm not going to talk to you. Like well, how about you just leave the whole part of it out and you just don't contact me? Well, how about you just leave your other intrusive letter that you wrote me and leave it at the end of that and also all these personal questions and just not put the final paragraph in there. She goes, "Finally, she says, I'm like, well, if you're still reading this, I've got one more thing to say." I'm like, "Oh my gosh. What else did you get? I was at that point laughing." So you, you go further than I do. I mean, when I get I get a lot of emails, my emails are usually within the first sentence. If it starts getting obnoxious, I just delete it. I don't care. You know, if somebody sends me something constructive and they're like, hey, I got a question about this. Could you explain this any further? I'm all about explaining stuff or talking to stuff or having a reasonable debate about things. But I'm not going to sit there. I've, I've had it before, guys. I've had guys before that send two, three paragraph emails. By the time I'm like the second or third sentence into it, I can see where it's going. and I can skim down a little bit. I just delete it. I used to get some of the most hateful emails, especially when I would bring stuff up. And oddly, you know, the weird part about it is I always used to seem to get the most hateful emails when I would bring up stuff about trannies and pedophilia. Ironically enough, that topic, for some odd reason, where it shouldn't even be much of a debate for Christians. It really shouldn't. Yet it seems to be such a hot-button controversy topic that people want to constantly criticize you on, well, you mispronounced this name or you misgendered this person. You made a <laughs> you made a slur. You called them a tranny. Well, guess what? If they don't want to be a you know transvestite running around cross-dressing, they don't want to be called that, then they probably shouldn't do it. You know, if they have a mental disorder, I highly <laughs> encourage them to get support. I know a lot of good facilities that can help them out. So people with mental disorders. So, you know, leave it at that. It's, it's not my responsibility to make you feel better or somebody else feel better about themselves when they have a problem. If I have a problem, I address it. If there's an issue going on, I'm like, okay, this is something I've got to work on internally. I know I have an issue. I'm going to work on it. So, yeah, if I mispronounce something, sorry, I'll work on it. Better luck next time. One more thing. I told her, I said, you got to remember something. I said, we're just a bunch of hillbillies with a transmitter. <laughs> I mean, we are we are in Auburndale. Oh, um, no, it's Auburndale, or, 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 and uh, you know, it's, we're from it's Florida. Like, listen, I, I, I told you, that. guys, that's we're, my excuse and everything. We're just a couple of really highly educated rednecks out here with a transmitter. I used to call them little hillbillies now. <laughs> You know, it was it was funny. Last time I was on it, when I went out last year to the SEMA Auto Show, where I got there and meet up with a lot of my guys that I know they're manufacturers and customizing companies and stuff at the SEMA Auto Show in Vegas. Every time I would say something, when people would get it, because I said a lot of stuff, but people get really offended out there. I don't know why. It's Las Vegas. You're in a desert. You can't really get offended about much, but you do. But every time somebody would say something, they'd get irritated. I'd be like, oh, my bad. I'm from Florida. I just, that's literally the end of the comment. And they're like, oh. 
Okay. <laughs> that explains it all. <laughs> Leave me alone. That's my excuse to everything. I'm, we're from Florida. If you don't like it, then, you know, get over it. We're from Florida. Yeah, it was we're, so we're funny. I, yeah, I, I met this lady yesterday, on, you know, for lunch, and it was funny because I, you know, she, I told her that I carried a concealed weapon and all that kind of stuff. And I said, but you have to understand something. I said, I'm from Polk County. <laughs> Grady Judd boys. And I said, we all carry guns in Polk County. She goes, you know, it's funny. My brother lives in Polk County. And he's got a bunch of guns. <laughs> it's just a. It's just, it's just central Florida. You know, it's like, a, I, I was like a Cracker Barrel. <laughs> that restaurant was probably founded yeah. in, in Polk County. All right, I'm done. We're done. Go ahead. Awesome. What's, what's your next story? <laughs> oh, speaking, speaking of crazy things and people getting offended and not wanting to do what they need to do, the California Democrats now, listen to this. They blocked a bill to lock up repeat child sex traffickers. I kid you not about this. California Democrats killed a bipartisan bill to strengthen punishments for repeat trafficking offenders of minors. This is this legislation, Senate Bill 14, would classify trafficking of children and teenagers younger than 18 as a top-tier felony on par with murder and rape, which would bring longer prison terms and potential life sentences without the chance of plea bargain. Good riddance. You know, would you? I'm, I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. Um, the six Democrats on the Assembly Public Safety Committee abstained from voting on the bill, preventing its advance towards a vote by the full chamber. Both Republicans voted yes on it. The Democrats refused to vote. Abstain from voting. Abstain from voting on this, guys. As I say all the time, tell me you're a pedophile without telling me you're a pedophile. These guys in California are sick. The only reason you would abstain from this and you wouldn't want this to be in place is A, you're directly involved in it, or B, you're so stupid you have no idea what's actually going on in the world. Those are only two options. No God-fearing, respectable, patriot, parent, Christian could possibly sit back and look at this and go, oh, no, 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 this is a bad idea. We shouldn't have st- more stringent punishments for people that traffic children. That's, that's a bad idea. You know, let, Let's just do the, the mandatory one year and they can get out on good behavior so they can go back and do it again and again and again and again. And that part, quite frankly, my friends, is one of the reasons why – we have this problem that's becoming such an epidemic in this country. It really is because people know now a lot of states, the crime for this punishment is so minimal. You know, I'm not a big fan of the death penalty, but I do have to say this. One thing that deterred a lot of people, especially back in the 1800s, were public lynchings. Now, I I say that sincerely. Don't write me articles on it, but that, that was part of our history. It happened. One thing about that is people realized That is a horrific way to die in front of everyone. I probably do not want to engage in any type of behavior that they got convicted of. I'm going to rethink my activities if I think about doing something remotely close to what they were doing. It does. Now, again, there's a whole other topic. I'm not going in that hole. Don't send me letters on it. That was just history of the United States. It used to happen. It was effective. I'm not saying we should have it now. I'm not encouraging us to have it now, but I am saying it has an impact on the culture. And a lot of times, the reason why we're seeing this happen so much now is because of the sweetheart deals that individuals like Jeffrey Epstein got for being convicted of it, got put on what? House arrest on his Palm Beach Island Resort or whatever it was down here for a couple years. J.P. Morgan Bank, J.P. Morgan Chase, didn't even cut ties with him. They continually did his banking. So to the point that they did a $250 million settlement last month that nobody wants to seem to talk about in mainstream media at all. I mean, that was hush, hush, silent. Think about this for a second. Why would a bank 
who's already greedy. They love to take all their money as much as they can, take as much money as they can out of the economy. Why would they agree to a $250 million settlement privately unless they wanted to make sure that nothing got out about what they were involved in and who they were involved in and what they were doing as far as funding? Just I'll throw that out there. Bankers, last time I checked, don't like to give out $250 million for no reason whatsoever. So certainly the fact that they did that shows you they wanted it hushed up and quiet. Hence why you have legislation bills like this in California that get brought down because these things are not cool when you're directly involved in them. Newsflash, something I would throw that out there. Also to another news. This is interesting as well. I was looking, and they were talking about down here in Florida. We've talked about this before now with the aluminum that's causing the massive citrus die off, and it's sad. We brought it up repeatedly, and that's why the citrus crop in Florida is getting so bad, and a lot of it is the chemtrail spray and the chemicals that are constantly being pumped out there. They're saying the forecast of Florida's orange crop has dropped 29% now since last year, putting out the citrus industry on path to its lowest production since the Great Depression. That's sad, guys, because we used to be the orange grove state. I mean, I remember when I grew up here, I mean, we lived in Orange Grove's essentially on the, on the kids as bicycles. I mean, it was that's what you ate. You're riding around all day, stop by the Orange Grove, grab an orange, eat it while you're riding the bicycle down to somewhere else, you know, go build a dirt ramp down at the pit. And I mean, that's how we lived. And now you come down here, man, it's it's getting decimated. The U.S. Department of Agriculture on Friday released a report that said Florida is expected to produce only 20 million boxes of oranges during the current growing season, down from its just previous forecast of 28 million. Projections also dropped another 10 percent on grapefruit and 14 percent on specialty fruits. My friends, they're doing it to the plants. That's why I've seen so many people now. People send me photos and emails working with greenhouses and growing their own crops the best they can. Florida's not a fun place to grow stuff. I'll be honest with you that with the extreme heat and some of the times with the hurricanes, which are a blast. This is what's happening right now. Speaking of hurricanes as well, farmers insurance. You know, we are farmers. Da, 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 da. Yeah, they are now exiting Florida. They're now saying that essentially the insurance, the high health, the Homeowners insurance in Florida is about to go up again, another five to 10% increase next year. You've got State Farm now that is pulling out a lot of high end houses. You've got multiple other companies, health, uh, homeowners insurance is starting to pull out. They're now saying the average homeowners insurance in Florida is around $4,000 a year, which I think the rest of the country, they said the average is around $1,900 a year. So this is part of it when you start hyper. You know, basically developing a city or excuse me, a state that shouldn't be hyper developed because we're peninsula. We're one side away from being an island. We have hurricanes every year, big storms every year. And when you start doing this, you start building massive amounts of houses. You start having more and more damage every single hurricane season. The damage cost goes up higher and higher and higher and higher. You start having problems like this. So again, newsflash to everybody that wants to move down here. The cost of living in Florida is not what it was four years ago. Back in 2017, 2018, 2019, Florida was the place to be. Now you pretty much just sit in traffic while the gnats circle your car and it sits 105 degrees on the asphalt and you pay extra high premiums for homeowners insurance and every other vehicle insurance, everything. Insurance in Florida has gone crazy. It, it's You know the thing that's rough about it? It's not our fault, Dad. We didn't do anything to do this. We, we, we like to live down here freely, unmolested on our way. And apparently, <laughs> everybody decided during COVID, this is the place to come hang out. I mean, oh, oh also, I can't, I, I can't blame him for that. But I mean, the whole country got locked down. 
And yeah, but enjoy your lockdown state. You voted for it. Leave Florida well, alone. Well, it's like, it's, like, it's, like, it's like Grady Judd said. Don't come down here with your, you know, your liberal politics and try to ruin us. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, that, and that's the thing. It's like you know, if you're going to ruin your own state. Ruin your state. Your, you ruin it. Stay up there and just steep yourself in it. And you get up there and you hate what you've done to your own self. So you come down here and want to do it again. I told you I had that lady from Columbia. She's married to that German friend of mine. She's a hardcore communist, and all she wanted to do was destroy the United States. And I said, go back to Columbia. Leave us alone. I said, you're a weirdo. Of course, that didn't make her really like me. And quite <laughs> frankly, she <laughs> ended on a bad note after he passed away. And I said something ugly to her that I actually had to apologize for because she was such a weirdo. And uh, it's just, uh, you, yeah, every once in a while I'll say something ugly because I don't like certain things. But uh, but she was, a, she was a nutbag. I mean, a hardcore, hardcore Marxist. And I asked my buddy, the German, before he died, I said, what the heck did you marry her for? I didn't know she was like that. I'm like, dude, man, you should just ask her some questions. <laughs> I mean, good grief, yeah, man. And, uh, and, you know, and it's just, I don't want to talk about that. Guys, I love you. I appreciate you. I had the opportunity to pray for you today. You guys are absolutely amazing. And I'm blessed to be part of your lives. And thank you for all the great emails, which are like, I had one bad one out of like 200 last night. So that was really nice. I really liked having like less than 1% be weirdos. So guys, thank you for the positive comments. Thank you for the positive emails. I love you. You guys are the best. And thanks for your support. Austin, go ahead and finish it up and I'll talk to you guys on Monday. Ditto, my friend. Ditto. I get a lot of positive emails, a lot of great order comments. The order comments are fantastic. We all see them. Steve sees them. I see them. Uh, I appreciate those guys. Those are really good because those are something we can see very quickly and we don't have to go through and basically try to respond to them or show through emails, you know, as far as the questions. They're just really great, encouraging, uh, good way to encourage us here. And I appreciate it because, you know, we, we do a lot down here at Health Masters. We keep pushing. We get a lot of negativity and a lot of blowback. So it's always nice when people really appreciate what we continue to do to support this because obviously as you guys know what we do does not go along with the current trends or the supporting the current thing so you guys have a blessed safe weekend enjoy your friday night enjoy your weekend with your family whatever you get into stay strong healthy and wise if you need anything call us up at healthmasters.com got the vibe conditioner kit the shampoo and conditioner on sale right now healthy immune kit energy kit i talked about earlier the four products on sale Check those out while you're doing something on the weekend. Order some products if you need it. You know, we get the products out to you super fast. And by all means, take advantage of the Ultimate Multiple Powder Sale for 15% off. Have a great, awesome rest of your night, great rest of your weekend. And we'll talk to you again on this show Monday as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. 
This is the Global Star Radio Network. <laughs> 